Hello, my name is Jolie, and today I'm going to be talking all about the Paris Climate Agreement, including what it is, what it includes, how it's helping slash not helping, and maybe what some more things that could be done for climate justice. So as many of you know, Joe Biden reinstated the United States into the Paris Climate Agreement on his first day in office. To some, this was a large victory for climate legislation. Others were not too sure what it meant, and to some who did know, pointed out how it actually doesn't do that much in the fight for climate justice. So today, I'm going to start off by explaining what the Paris Climate Agreement is. So, the Paris Climate Agreement is a legally binding international treaty on climate change. It was adopted by 196 parties at COP21 in Paris, which was held on the 21st of December in 2015. And it entered into force on the 4th of November in 2016. What it includes is it's a goal to limit global warming to well below 2, however, preferably 1.5 degrees Celsius, compared to pre-industrial levels. To achieve this long-term temperature goal, countries aim to reach global peaking in their greenhouse gas emissions as soon as possible to achieve a climate-neutral world by mid-century, which is 2050. The agreement's language was negotiated by representatives of 196 state parties at the 21st Conference of the Parties at the UNFCCC which was located near Paris, France. If you're wondering, the UNFCC is actually known as the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. And this um, agreement, which is known as the Paris Climate Agreement, was adopted on the 12th of December in 2015. And as of January 2021, 190 members of the UNFCCC are parties to the agreement. Of the seven UNFCCC member states which have not ratified the agreement, the only major emitters who have not are Iran, Turkey, and Iraq. The United States was denounced by the agreement in 2020 by former President Trump however, was accepted back into it on January 20th by new president, Joe Biden, and the United States will fully be entered back into the Paris Climate Agreement on the 19th of February of this year. So while you now know about what is this Paris Climate Agreement all about, it's important to recognize that it does include some downsides to it as it sometimes is not considered as helpful as needed in the fight for climate justice. So the majority of the carbon emissions reduction pledges for 2030 that 184 countries made under the Paris Climate Agreement aren't nearly enough to keep global warming well below 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit, which is also known as the 2 degrees Celsius marker they're trying to hit. Some countries won't achieve their pledges and some of the world's largest carbon emitters will continue to increase their emissions, according to a panel of world-class scientists from National Geographic. In 2019, doctors from the IPCC, also known as the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, 
came together to create a report which they titled The Truth Behind the Paris Agreement Climate Pledges, which warns that by 2030, the failure to reduce emissions will cost the world a minimum of $2 billion per day in economic losses from weather events made worse by human-induced climate change. Moreover, weather events and patterns were hurt human health, livelihood, food, and water, as well as biodiversity. So the key distinction here is that the Paris Climate Agreement calls for this action and for the decrease in emissions by 2050, which they call mid-century. However, the cost of paying $2 billion per day, which was found by these scientists, is on 2030, meaning 20 years too late. Looking further into countries who have signed the Paris Climate Agreement, the report's analysis of the 184 pledges for 2030 found that almost 75% were insufficient. In fact, the world's first and fourth biggest emitters, China and India, will have higher emissions in 2030. So while there are a large amount of flaws in the agreement, it does help in the fight for climate justice in a sense. Just the cumulative emissions reductions from just the initial Paris pledges would result in around 1.1 degrees Celsius less warming in 2100. That sounds pretty odd to say, um, according to an average of nine leading studies on the topic. Um, the Paris Accord recognizes that these existing pledges are just the beginning and all nations have agreed to set more ambitious targets every five or ten years going forward. Under Biden, for example, the United States will probably set a new, more aggressive climate target for 2030 at a UN conference next November. The Paris Climate Agreement has also generated climate action proposals from every nation and it led many countries to begin to seriously consider their emissions and as well as domestic emission programs for one of the first times if they hadn't already. At least 192 countries representing 96% of emissions have submitted nationally determined contributions to reduce emissions under the agreement. So as covered, the Paris Climate Agreement holds its flaws, but it does help in a small margin. However, there is so much more that can and needs to be done. Some other ways that can help in the fight for climate justice includes the Green New Deal. Within the Green New Deal, it includes rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, which Joe Biden has already done. In addition, the Green New Deal would put the U.S. on track to actually combating the climate crisis, including many, many things that are needed right now in our country. I'm going to list out a few for some examples. So some of them include providing investments and leveraging funding to help communities affected by climate change. In addition, the Green New Deal includes repairing and upgrading existing infrastructure to withstand extreme weather and ensuring all bills related to infrastructure in Congress address climate change. Not to mention the Green New Deal would include investing in renewable power sources in addition to manufacturing and industrial industry to spur growth in the use of clean energy. 
Next is building and upgrading the energy efficient, distributed, and smart power grids that provide affordable electricity. Also, the Green New Deal includes upgrading all existing buildings and building new ones so that they can achieve maximum energy efficiency, water efficiency, safety, affordability, comfort, and durability. Not to mention, the, the Green New Deal includes making sure that communities of color and low-income communities, including those who are most at risk for climate change, are put first and made sure that it is an equitable transition. So, I hope that answers your questions if you've had any revolving the Paris Climate Agreement, as well as what it includes, what it's all about, and maybe why it might not be the best and why more needs to be done. So, I just finished talking a bit about the Green New Deal. However, if you would like to learn more about the Green New Deal, including specifics, its timeline, more things about what it's about, its logistics, etc., you can check out an additional GenRise podcast, which was already created, which is all about the Green New Deal. So, please feel free to listen to that one. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed listening and learned. Thank you!